Hello, vets. This is Ranger Johnson, master trainer with Champions for Veterans. That's championsforveterans.com. All we do is help vets get the benefits they deserve from the VA. And if you're a veteran and you say, uh, you know what, I believe I need some help, please give us a call. Again, look us up, championsforveterans.com. Also, like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And uh, now we just look forward to communicating with you and helping you out in any way we can. Listen, today's class is something I'm very, very familiar with. It's how to file a VA claim for sleep apnea. And I've suffered from sleep apnea since I served. And I actually got it service connected 13 years after I retired with nothing in my, in my file that said I had it. And I'm going to talk about it and tell that story as I teach about how to file for sleep apnea. Here we go. So what are the symptoms of sleep apnea? Talk about a few of these. Loud snoring, uh, waking up with a very sore or dry throat. And I also like to add, I mean, you're just jumping up in the middle of the night and you don't know why. I did this all the time. Just boom, you jump up like you're startled or someone woke you up and you don't even understand why. And it's your body grasping for air. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's scary. It happened to me often prior to getting my CPAP machine. Uh, restless sleep, repeatedly waking up with insomnia, uh, sleeplessness, you know, your lack of energy during the daytime. I can remember when I was in uh, literally needing to take a nap just about all, every, every lunch period. I mean, you go eat lunch, I would time it where I could, you know, go eat lunch real quick and sit in my vehicle and get 30 minute nap or something like that, if I could. I mean, it's, it's just something that was always, I was always aware of not having enough sleep or having enough rest. And I did not know what that was. All right. And of course, you no know, lack of sleep can lead to depression and other things. Can sleep apnea kill you? Yes, it can. It was the NFL Hall of Famer believed to have passed away from sleep apnea a few years ago. And uh, it, it, this is important. That's why I tell veterans, you know, if you're having these symptoms, get it checked. Yes, you want to get VA benefits, but I want you to live and get a CPAP machine so you can breathe at night and not be jumping up. An estimate of 20 to 30% of adults have obstructive sleep apnea, you know, which causes a person's airways to close. In the back, you know, back of your throat, a little flap, boom, airway closes, and that's when you jump up. Many veterans that I've spoken to uh, in, in, in on these calls that we do, uh, one vet told me he stopped breathing 35 times an hour. Wow. Think about that. 35 times an hour. So that's a lot. Okay. There are over 22 million Americans uh, that have sleep apnea. Toughness can't stop sleep apnea. Now, this is my story. I'm serving, I'm doing my job, get back from deployment. I'll never forget, I'm jumping up like crazy in the middle of the night. I'm talking about jumping up like I was getting ready to go on assault somewhere. And my wife would look at me and say, baby, you stop breathing at night. And I would look at her and say, I'm good, I'm good. Wow, I'm 
fine. Airborne Ranger, Green Beret. I'm good. I can fight through it and tough through it. I'm good. Well, fast forward years later, and I've been retired from the Army. Get this. For 10 years, I retired in 2000, 2010, I was sitting in my truck. My wife was in a shopping in a store and I was just gonna sit there and take a nap. Next thing you know, I jumped up, didn't know where I was, ended up on the outside of my truck looking crazy. Wife walks out the store, I'm just looking stirred up in the air, looking crazy. So what happened? I don't know, I was just sleeping. Next thing you know, I ended up out here. So much vertigo, the world was spinning. She had to drive back. I couldn't even drive. I went to the doctor that Monday morning, there was a weekend, uh, not knowing what happened to me. And as I started to explain my story, the doctor said, oh, stop. You were sleeping. You stopped breathing. Because there wasn't nothing wrong with my heart. I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have diabetes. You stop breathing. Send me for a sleep study. Found out I stopped breathing uh, over 16 times an hour. Stop breathing. Wow, got a CPAP, started using it. Didn't even know I could file for uh, VA disability until I met another veteran at a football game and he told me. And that's what started the process. Denied a couple of times. And finally in 2013, I finally got it service connected and 50% for sleep apnea. Wow, yeah. Three types of sleep apnea, obstructive sleep apnea. The most common, uh, this is, again, where that tissue in the back of your throat blocks your airway. Then we have central sleep apnea. This is where the brain actually temporarily stops sending signals uh, to, to yourself telling you to breathe. That's central sleep apnea. And then, of course, we have mixed sleep apnea which just like it sounds, is a mixture of obstructive sleep apnea and central sleep apnea. Making a VA claim for sleep apnea. Now, you must have a diagnosis for sleep apnea. That means you're gonna need a sleep study. And you can get this done through your civilian doctors. Uh, if you're not in VA care right now, if you're in a VA care, uh, you have a VA rating, you know, you can get it done through the VA. Right now, I love what they're doing. They'll actually give you a machine. You can bring it home and do it at your house, which is a lot more comfortable. Uh, back when I had my sleep study, I had to go into a sleep clinic, which is extremely uncomfortable going sleeping in a bed that's not yours, in a, like a, a hospital facility, basically, where they plug all this stuff up to you and you got to try to sleep that night. I mean, that, that was very uncomfortable. Uh, but now, uh, you know, thank, thank goodness you can actually take, get a machine and uh, you can get that, get that information and get it back to the VA. But you're going to need a sleep study, definitely, okay? Because this will show how many times you wake up during an hour's time period when you stop breathing. So next thing, you also are going to need to get it service-connected. Now, my sleep apnea was service-connected directly to just I got sleep apnea. It wasn't secondary, which I'm gonna talk about in just a little bit, okay? And I, I really wanna emphasize this, like I tell veterans, just tell the truth. No matter how long you've been out, just tell the truth 
but you're going to have to get documentation and you got to just believe that it's going to happen. All right. Now, so secondary connections, secondary connections to sleep apnea can be weight gain. Now I say this, there are over 50 secondary service connected issues, probably over a hundred if you just start looking and researching because the whole body is connected. You know, it may be some medication that you take. You got to do your research and start looking at different things. Uh, high blood pressure. Uh, if you have high blood pressure, a hypertension service connected, that's another way. It can cause sleep apnea, heart disease, type 2 diabetes. Could be weight gain from some of the medications that you're on. Asthma, acid reflux. A lot of different things at the end of this uh, presentation. I give you about 25 different other ideas on service, secondary service connected issues, 25 different things. All right. Tell your military story about sleep apnea. Now, spousal statements, very important. If you were married to the same person uh, and, and this person was telling you, your spouse, that you stop breathing at night, that's very important, very important. That played a major role in how I got sleep apnea service connected 13 years after I retired with nothing in my file that said I had it while I served. My wife's statement when I went on a CMP exam, her statement plus what she said to the doctor uh, while we were in I was actually a nurse while we're in for the compensation pension exams. Just told the truth. And the nurse asked my question. Why you serve? Did your buddies ever talk about you snoring loud? I said, yeah, they laughed about it all the time. They didn't want to sleep, you know, in the same, in the same hooch with me. They talked about how bad I snored all the time. Very important. Okay. You need to get a nexus connection. What, what's that nexus? A connection, a series of connections are linking two things together. And part of that nexus for me, yes, I did get a statement from the sleep study doctor that I actually put together myself and sent it to the sleep study doctor. And he kind of went through there and, and, and helped me with that statement and sent it back to me. So I had a good nexus statement from the sleep study doctor, basically said, you know, you can have sleep, sleep apnea for decades and it not be diagnosed, which was my case. I had it for decades without a diagnosis. I had that, I had my wife's statement, and I had, you know, what I said when we went to the CNP exam. Next thing, uh, when you're talking about the VA and how they look at all of the different things, this is something I want you to remember. This statement right here, it has to be at least as likely as not. This means there's a 50-50 chance that this particular event happened due to your military service. It happened, okay? And, and the medical nexus letter must show, a pro, you know, like proximately or due to an aggravated issue. This is why it happened. We have veterans in our program and I'm talking about nexus letters and getting different things connected. One veteran had his tinnitus secondary to migraine. So now tinnitus is a 10% issue. Migraine is a 50% issue. And he's not getting paid 50% for migraine headaches because the veteran did the homework. 
He got the research together and he got a doctor to agree with that and get a statement. A lot of things that we're going to talk about, you know, in our course, we teach you how to be your own lawyer and how to get this thing worked out and do research. But you're going to need some hard facts as you move forward. Next, drive and determination. You know I couldn't leave out the motivational piece. You got to have some sure drive and some bulldog tenacity and determination to get the benefits you believe you deserve. And these benefits have nothing to do with what someone else believes you should get. Another veteran. It's about your business and what you believe. If you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you're halfway there. What do you believe? Do you believe you serve your country with honor? I know you did. And you busted your tail and did what you were supposed to do? I know you did. So now you have earned the benefits. This is not a welfare check. These are benefits you've earned. That's why you come to Champions for Vets, because we give you that kind of juice to drive on and accomplish the mission. Oh man, I got me, got myself fired up on that. Here we go. VA ratings for sleep apnea. Now, the breakdown is as follows. Remember, the VA ratings are all, uh, you know, they're on a case-by-case -case basis. That's what you have to remember. These are case-by-case -case basis, but they do use different guides to qualify uh, the, the condition. So 100% for a VA rating for sleep apnea is you have a trach and you can't breathe on your own. You have a respiratory issue. You just can't breathe on your own. That's a 100% rating. 50% rating, this is the most common one out there. You need a CPAP machine. You have a diagnosis. You need a CPAP machine to breathe. That's 50%. Then you get a 30% rating. Uh, you know, that's, that is, you know what, you have an issue with daytime excessive sleeplessness. Boom, they may rate you at 30%. Then a 0%, you do have a diagnosis, but you don't have the symptoms. Again, take your time, research these different issues, see where you are on that, and move forward. Next, overcoming VA sleep apnea denial. I know a little bit about this. <laughs> I know a lot about it because I filed, uh, you know, in 2010, I found out I had sleep apnea. 2011, I filed, denied. 2012, denied. 2013, I had it uh, service connected. And I'm going to tell you about the mistakes I made. The mistakes I made were I did not have, I did not have a nexus letter from a doctor. That was the first one that I made. Um, I sent up the sleep study, but my documentation was not, was not heavy enough, as we say, man. It wasn't good enough. And I know that now, looking back, of course, at it, uh, my documentation was not good enough. I, I didn't give the VA that as least as likely as not 50-50, where they said, you know what, it probably happened, or you know what, let's give the, the vet the benefit of the doubt. I didn't give them a, enough documentation. But it took me that long to figure out how to get that done. So that's very important. Enough medical evidence and the severity of symptoms. Uh, again, my wife coming with me to the CNP exam, talking about me stop breathing all those years, jumping up in the middle of the night, the severity of the symptoms, almost literally dying while sleeping in my truck 
that that's a severity of symptom. And me telling that story to a doctor at a CNP exam. I mean, it, it was real. But I'm sitting there telling the story, and you can tell I'm telling the truth. I'm I'm not I'm not trying to do anything weird. This is what I tell vets: just tell the truth. Quit trying to be so hardcore and rough and rugged that you're not honest. Tell the truth. And this is a problem when I'm, de I'm dealing with vets. <laughs> I always like to say we lie, but it's not like people think. Right? We lie, say I'm good, I'm good. When you're not good, just tell the truth. All right? You must believe. You got to believe. Here we go. Now you can get sleep apnea, service connected, uh, you know, obstructive sleep apnea, many, many different ways. Okay. I did not go secondary. Mine was primary, but there are a lot of different secondary issues we're going to talk about real quick here. Now I said over 50, that's probably over hundred, man. I mean, because so many things are connected in your body from medications and different things. And once you start going down that trail and doing your research, this leads to that, so on and so forth. So there's a lot of ways to get obstructive sleep apnea secondary connected. Listen, this is only a few, and I'm not going to go over all of them. I just want to put this up there. You can get a screenshot of it, and you can start investigating yourself. I mean, anything from dealing with your nose, head, throat, tongue issues, chronic sinitis, look, GERD, uh, chronic pains, fibromyalgia, diabetes, asthma, Gulf War syndrome. There's so many more, uh, much more of these that I I'm not even, don't even have time to go through. In this class, do your research, find out where you are, and get to work. And of course, if you need help, you're going to give us a call, Champions for Veterans. That's championsforveterans.com. And we love to help you out, absolutely. All right. Again, this is what we do. We have an online program called the Ranger Method that gives you the tools you need to get, you know, get what you earn. Again, you have earned it. Your blood, sweat, and tears has earned this. And we want to help you go for that. Coaching and a veteran community. Now, we all need coaching. Some of the greatest athletes in the world playing any sport has to have a coach. And I want to be your coach in teaching you how to get your VA benefits, me and my team. We have winning statements and templates. That's very important, knowing what to say and what not to say in your statement. Very, very important. Now, listen, you can go to Champions for Veterans. Again, that's championsforveterans.com. Click in the description below, and you can set up a free consultation with us, our team. We want to help you with whatever we got to help you with. Thank you so much. This is Ranger Johnson. Now, you know how I got to finish this video. I'm telling you to stay in the fight!